For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Hi, this is Shanda Rubin, and you're listening to Brothers on Tennis. Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? This is your boy, Isaac. And this is your boy, Bryce. And we are Brothers on Tennis. And folks, we are one week into the grass court season. And don't blink, because it's going to be gone before, <laughs> before you know it. <laughs> don't blink, Bryce. Bryce. No. No, bro. We are in our favorite part of the season, which I know you, we, and you and I have both talked about this. We love us some grass court tennis, bro. How are you feeling about the uh, the season that's finally upon us? It's kind of weird because it feels different this year. You know, uh, I guess because the the calendar shifted just a little bit, and uh, we got a bunch of people that are withdrawing. You know, we had a new withdrawal today with Rayonic. Mm-hmm. Uh, pulling out and, you know, it's, um, you know, f- you know, Federer looking, you know, you know, a little old, a little, a little questionable. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know yeah. we're going to get into that, but right. Yeah. So it's, 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 you know, um, I'm excited to see what happens. I, I honestly believe that we're going to see some real surprises this year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, during the grass court season. So let's get it going, man. Let's talk about the results that we had last week. I mean, we, we had four uh, pretty good tournaments going on uh, yes. last week. And what do you want, Isaac? I always ask you, you want the men or the women first? Um, You know, let ladies first. Let's go on ahead and jump with the, jump in with the ladies. Okay. So let's start with this bet one open, the one that was in Berlin. Yes. Uh, and I see, look, I see your message, uh, Linnell, by leave my fed alone. Look, there are no bigger Federer fans than us. Right? We, we love Federer. I mean, we want him to get everybody to beat down. Right. But you know, we got, we gotta, we gotta say what I see too now. You well, know? and, and you know what, Bryce? And, and I know, like I said, I know we're gonna get to a lot of things. And this is probably something that we can talk more about in the after show. But I'm just gonna put it out there real quick. I think Djokovic broke both Nadal and Federer. (laughs) (laughs) And here's my reason why. Okay, I know we're going to talk about the pullouts, but of course, y'all know, Rafa has pulled out of not only Wimbledon, but the Olympics. Mm -hmm. And then you got Federer, who uncharacteristically, you know, just can't get it done against Felix, which, by the way, Felix is playing some great tennis. Yes, he played well. He played very well, and yes. we know he always a challenge up until he gets to that damn final. Right. So we, you know, we should have known that that was going to be a battle. But you cannot tell me that in the back of the mind, Federer got that damn Djokovic there. Like this bitch really went into the French Open and beat Nadal and took that crown, and he won behind us now. But I'm gonna tell I mean, you what, Isaac. I'm gonna tell you one thing, though, Isaac. And I know we yeah. are way, we are way we're off all script right now. now. <laughs> we, we're <laughs> way off script. Still, yeah. Right. <laughs> Did you see the press conference with Federer after the FAA match? 
I, I heard some of it. I heard okay. some of it. I have never seen Federer like that before. Right. Fe- yeah. Federer was pissed at himself. He, he, that he was, was my point. Go ahead. He was like, you know what? I don't know why I just like mentally disengaged him, but he was like, that but will see, not, he was like, that will not happen again. He did say that, but see, yeah. that's what I'm talking about, bro. Federer has never mentally disengaged. I think that's the Djokovic effect. But, but what I'm saying is... That, yeah, go ahead. But no, but what I'm saying is what I liked about it is he recognized it and he got ghetto with it. He did, didn't he? He, he was, was like... Yeah, he was like, this ain't going to happen again. He looked like James Evans from Good Times when he made that comment. He was like, this ain't going to happen again now. Exactly. Y'all go ahead and take your picture and remember what this looked like because this ain't going to happen again. So that got me a little hyped. That got me a little hyped when I saw that because if he had given the same like, oh, well, I'm still coming back and it was my knee and that's no, he was pissed. No, he was pissed. And I like the fact that he was pissed about that. Because he should have been. Because yes. Rodney Frederick, you do not, you don't just on grass. And you ain't got but a few, I mean, come on now. Right. You ain't got but a few more precious opportunities. You need to savor every minute that you're on the grass court. You can't let no negative get up on you. And so I like, like you said, I love the fact that he, he, he uh, what's the word? He, he uh, rec- recognized it. Uh-huh. And he got ghetto with it, and he addressed it. I that I appreciate a hundred percent. I'm just saying that I have a feeling uh-huh. that that is the element that made him go negative. Is all uh, of the Djokovic gotcha. shit that's been going on? Because again, Djokovic's got the limelight right now. He's like, I did what nobody can do, and and you have to think that, like I said, I think it broke Nadal, <laughs> and Nadal was like, "Fuck this! I'm, I'm, not, even I'm not even trying for this." <laughs> well, we, well, you know what, Isaac? It's, it's like it's like the song that we've got on the playlist on the Wimbledon playlist for Djokovic. Come and on! For, and for those of y'all that don't know what Brothers on Tennis has done since we're talking about Spotify and the Green Room and everything becoming <laughs> since, since, since apparently everything is Spotify's world right now. <laughs> <laughs> Why is this feeling like the after show and not like our regular show? No, right? right? We done already jumped. I'm sorry, bro. I did it to us. I did it. But in case y'all don't know, we have created for Wimbledon 2021 a playlist on Spotify, and we have songs dedicated to certain narratives for mm. certain players going into the 2021 Wimbledon. Um, we're actually going to be releasing it tomorrow. Yes. So you'll probably see some posts on social media about it. We'll have links to it. We'll be doing some stories that will be highlighting some of the songs we've got on the playlist. I must say, it's kind of a little popping playlist to me. But right. um, Come on. Hopefully, hopefully y'all get a little bit of enjoyment out of there. But But Everything that Isaac is saying is why we chose the song we chose for Djokovic. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's the reason we chose that song. You know? That's the reason. There you go. Exactly, uh, bro. So yeah, anyway. Man. So I'm sorry to have jumped onto that topic. And I know we'll revisit <laughs> that in the after show because that is totally an after show topic. Right, <laughs> right, right. Exactly. Okay. But yeah, let's so, jump into these draws. <laughs> that's so funny. Oh, oh that's good. <laughs> and see, that's good too. Jump into the draws. All right. All right. Here we, we go. We are having a good start. <laughs> right. So with the women, yes. uh, we had the bet one open uh, that was in Berlin. Yes. And, you know, we had, you know, the top seeds we had were Sabalenka and Svitolina mm-hmm. and Andrescu and 
the good Pushkova and <laughs> Vintage and Muguruza and Azarenka and Muhova. And we had all kinds of predictions last week. All kinds of predictions, all kinds of names. <laughs> and look who made the finals. I was like, wait a minute. What the? What the? Who the hell is Samsonite and uh, (laughs) um, Vintage? I thought that was some damn luggage. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I was like, uh, (laughs) exactly, Samsonite, because you know that's what we saw when we saw her name. I was like, that's not her name. It's Samsonova. But you know it's Samsonite. Right. Right. I have seen her name before, but bruh, I haven't seen that name in a long time. And so for her to just be like, yo, I'm about to get up in here and what? Wreck shot. I mean, Bryce, look at the folks. She did, she took out some folk, bruh. You yep. got to give this girl some mad props. She right. was like, Ron Jasova, this is not Clay. Get out the way. <laughs> My girl, Kuda Matova, Kuda. She, she took Kuda Matova <laughs> and was like, listen, sis, you ain't ready for this. And she smacked her to the side. And then she was like, oh, Madison Keys, baby, no. We already know about you. So, <laughs> But what I will say, though, is Madison Keys did play a great match. It's just she got to that Thursday tiebreaker, and she just lost her damn right. mind, didn't yeah. even get a point. But, no. then, but then what shocked me, bruh, is she got up on Azarenka and was like, here, does Hope Biscuit for you in the second set. What is that? <laughs> Like, I'm scared of you. Right, right. Bruh, bruh. Samsonova. A name we heard, bruh. And then she got up in this final when she was like, look, Belinda, I appreciate you. <laughs> I appreciate all the Swiss. You probably know Roger Federer. Go ahead and give him some dap for me. But I'm going to go and grab this title. Bruh, you got to talk to me about this damn draw. What happened? Well, you know what? There was, there was a lot of individual matches that I think we should just kind of hit briefly on some of these. Number yes. one, your girl, Madison Keys. First right. of all, I didn't think she was going to get past <laughs> Magdalena Fetcher or Fetcher or whatever. <laughs> she, she ain't even high enough for me to know how to pronounce her name right. Exactly. But she got past that, and I said, okay, Sabalenka's going to take care of her. She mm-hmm. beat Sabalenka. I mean, especially she after Sabalenka did her whole bit. I mean, uh, breadstick. In the second exactly, set. in the second set. She rebounded very nicely. So to me, this is a positive week for Madison it was. Keys. Very it was. positive. Because she it played strong. And like I said, she played Samson over strong until she got up in that third set tiebreaker. Yeah, and- it was. For, for Keys, this was an amazing tournament. Yes. And, um, and then, uh, do we even need to speak on this whole Jessica Pagula? <laughs> I told you I need to see it, bro. I Pushed told you I, need, I needed to see it, bro. You, Jesse, you know, Jesse is like, listen, ain't nobody scared of your game. <laughs> ain't nobody scared of Sasha. <laughs> ain't nobody in your camp ready for me. <laughs> when you see my name, you should tremble. Simply put, <laughs> tremble. I'm telling you what, you know Pushkova, <laughs> when she looks at a draw, she scans that thing with <laughs> one... Name. One name, right? She's like she's like Schwarzman with Karatsev. She was like, you know what? I am trying not to come across that chick. Right? We are not trying to do that. Pagula walks past her in the locker room and kind of flinches and and makes her just shake. (laughs) Bruh, I mean, it is. I'm telling you what, man. That matchup because ain't it like five or six and zero now? 
it's I, it's pretty. It's a beatdown, bro. Whatever it is, it's disrespectful. It's disrespectful because this disrespectful. is like the wasn't she a number one at one point? Uh huh. See, that's it's disrespectful. It's disrespectful. Yeah, yeah. just a shame on her. But uh, as Ranka came and showed her what what how it needed to be done, but that was a good match too, though. Right, that was a good one. It was. Uh, yeah, but Azarenka was like, "Nah, sis, I, well, I'm not. I'm not Christina." Well, remember, and Azarenka lost to her, I think, at the Australian Open. Right. That's right. So she hadn't forgotten. That's right. That's she had right. not forgotten. Yeah, um, she got her revenge. And then another one that I thought was. Well, I shouldn't say it was interesting, but, you know, <laughs> Svetlana, I mean, you know, we've come to expect right. you know, subpar results from her, but she normally beats right. the people she's supposed to beat. She just she she just normally doesn't win the big matches. Exactly. And, and Alexandrova was like, Mm-mm. you want to consider me a big match. <laughs> Today and, you are, right? Yeah, and it's, yeah. Bruh, bruh. And, and, and we cannot... We we must talk about Alize Cornet. Alize Cornet <laughs> put in some work too. She's she like, first, first of all, Amanda Anasimova. <laughs> she said, "Girl, you need something to eat. Let me go and give you this breadstick." Man, three and one. That to me was shocking. I was right. like, "That is crazy." But then she got up on Andrescu and was like, "Ain't nobody scared you. You gonna get injured anyway." So, <laughs> right. So I'm just gonna go ahead and beat you anyway. Right. And, and but I tell you, good enough. Good match though. Seven six seven five. That was good. But mm-hmm. you got to give her mad props for taking out Muguruza. Yes. That is yes. a huge win on grass. That was a huge win. Yeah, because Muguruza got her on Wimbledon, so she she respectful. So that to me is an incredible win. And then I I, I didn't expect for her to go out to benches, but at the same time, it doesn't surprise me because her style probably doesn't match up as well. Because I think mm-hmm. Cornet likes those big hitters. That's why she played against Serena so well. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, when you get against a benches who really isn't a big hitter but massages the ball a bit, I think that just kind of she was like, "Whoa, wait a minute! I don't know quite how to deal with this." And uh, right. yeah, ben- benches took her out. But th- man, this draw was crazy, bro. It was crazy. Well, but like you said, shout out to um, uh, Samsonova, and we have to check out and see which section of the Wimbledon draw she falls in because you know some people might not be wanting to come across her. I'm trying to tell um, you, the folks she beat show sure won't. Exactly. Now, <laughs> I, I want to just briefly highlight the amazing doubles final yeah. they had at this tournament. I mean, number one seed, Melikar Insurers. I mean, we know mm-hmm. they, they do the thing, right? All day, right. But, you know, we also know what kind of a team Azarenka and Sabalenka are mm-hmm. as well. Bruh. And they, they pulled that out 10-4 in that third set match tiebreak. And that, to me, was a commendable win. Because, first of all, I don't know that I had ever seen Azarenka and Sabalenka play doubles together. In fact, I actually thought that they weren't really the tightest of, you know, like friends. I didn't think they was down like that. Just because I've kind of seen them in the singles and they both kind of seem a bit like, yeah, I'm going to beat beat this one up. So I didn't think that they were true, you know, like they would be doubles. So I was shocked when I initially even saw they were playing together. And then for them to get through the draw and take the title against Melikar and Scherz, that's commendable, dog. That that's gonna be bode well for them going into the Olympics, I believe. Yeah, you still um, there? Hello. Yeah, yeah. I like we couldn't hear you oh. for a minute. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, but I think my network must have must have got crazy. Okay. Um, 
But yeah, no. And you know what they've done is they've put their foot down saying, you know, we are a threat. Yes. Uh, when it comes to the Olympics, can you imagine them playing Siniakova and Krasikova? Man, that would be an incredible matchup. Yeah. Incredible. That would be great. So shout out to um, the team from Belarus, you know, right. for for getting that title. And once again, shout out again to our girl, friend of the show, uh, Melikar, for That's making right. it to uh, another tournament final. Yes. Now, the other women's tournament we had was the Viking Classic in Birmingham. And, mm-hmm. you know, now this was the one that we thought was kind of a little more of the low-budget one, right? You right. Know, you had seeds like Mertens and Jabur and Vekic and Kasakina and Ostapenko and Zhang mm-hmm. uh, Shui and uh, Farrow and Buzkova. Right. Um, and you know what? The, I mean, there wasn't a surprise that Jabur got to the final. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but I was surprised that um, Coco Vandeweghe made it to the semifinals. I know. Yeah, <clears throat> you know how my my feelings are with Coco, but um, that Coco, I should say. Right. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, you know what? I'm gonna try and be nice here. Uh, good on the American. Hey, we ain't got to be nice. We just got to be somewhat fair. Okay. She made it to the semis. Clap, clap. <laughs> right. um, but Kazakina was like, that's enough from you. Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> that's enough from you. I'm going to make it up into this final. And right. honestly, it actually turned out kind of the way I thought. Because while Kazakina is on a good roll this year, I think grass more so fits Jabur than it does Kazakina. I just feel like her game to me, fits a bit better on grass than it actually does on any other surface. So I wasn't surprised at that result for her getting getting that title. So I was really pleased. And that was Jabur's first title. I so, know, right? you know, yeah, so that's, you know, great job for her, uh, you know, snagging that, that, that 250. And then she also was in the finals of the doubles. That's right. That's now, right. She wasn't able to pull that off, but lost 10-8 in the third set match tiebreak. So she was right there in it. You know yeah. how I like to give love to the people that get it done in both singles, you know, and doubles. Exactly. Yeah, that is such a commendable result. Because I know we always kind of get our bag on with Ons, and we, we kind of uh, mess with her with her fitness at times. But she's 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 putting in work, bro. She, she really work. is, and you can actually see it in her you can physically. See it. You yeah, really she. Can. So, so props, props to her and her camp for uh, doing what they're doing. Yes. So let's let's get over here with the men real quick, and mm-hmm. um, we're gonna start off. Well, I was gonna start with that tournament. We'll lay that for a second. Um, <laughs> we're gonna go over here, and we're gonna go to the Cinch Championships, which is basically what used to be Queens, right? right. Or right. It's, it's still Queens under a different name. A I different. Guess. I, I guess it's their green room. Um, <laughs> exactly. So, you know, in this drop now, I'm, I'm feeling really good because I called this one last week. I, I lost all kinds of sound there. Sorry, bro. I missed that. I, I was just bragging that I called the Berrettini was going to win this tournament. Yes. And, yes. I did uh, hear that part, but then I heard I didn't hear it, what came after. Yeah. And I was just saying I didn't call the finals because I thought he was going to meet uh, Shapovalov, Shapovalov right. in the final. But I had a bigger concern than you did on that uh, Karatsev-Nori match. Yeah, And Nori, I'm telling you what, Nori is having a great year, and it really doesn't matter what the surface is. 
It doesn't. It really doesn't, which is shocking to me. Yeah, Cam Norrie is playing some great tennis regardless. It, it, it's it. Yeah, he, he's doing it, man. Really, really impressed. And I just want to say, you know, Karasev's our guy, but I want to I want to give a concern that I have with him on grass. It, he doesn't he doesn't have good movement on grass. No, I think them I, legs are getting in his way, unfortunately. <laughs> right, because he, he's used to running and planting his feet and, and being able to hit, and you can't do that on grass. You have to be lighter on your feet and those, those Popeye calf muscles <laughs> that he's got, you know. And so I, I my expectations are not very high for him for Wimbledon uh, because if you, can't, if you can't move, he almost hurt himself a couple of times, you know, yeah. in that match. Yeah. Um, I just don't – yeah, I don't know that this is – his surface yet, and he probably doesn't have a lot of experience playing exactly. on on grass. Actually, no, I uh, agree. Agree completely. I think he'll he'll get back on when the summer hard courts uh, come back into play. I think he'll resurface there and start doing more damage. Right. Um, were there any other surprises? I mean, we saw Andy Murray, like you said, get through Benoit Pair in the first round, and then Berrettini made sure to tell him what time it was in Ooh. the next round. Yeah, my picks on this tournament were all kinds of wrong. I mean, I picked all the old school guys, and they all got smacked up. So yeah, I don't have, <laughs> I don't have, I don't have much that I can comment on or say. But what I will say is, you know, I was in tears when Tiafo went in for the Tiafo snuggle with Shakti Pavlov. <laughs> you know, I was in tears. You know, I was because I was like, strong, he went in too. strong. I was like. <laughs> Damn it, Tiafo. <laughs> oh. Brandon, you you know we know you feel us, Brandon. We know you feel us. Yeah, oh. he went he went strong for that one. So we knew what that one was about. But uh, but look, Nori got up on Shapovalov like it wasn't nothing. Exactly. Like you said, bro, his 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 year is just outstanding. He is on the he's on the rise. I would not see him in uh I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see him entering in that top twenty uh by by the you know by the US Open, if not top sixteen. Right. Um I Demior did well like I thought he was gonna do. I actually thought he was gonna get to the semifinals. Yeah. Um Barry I'm telling you what, Berrettini for me is like CC Paz on clay. Like how CC Paz is like much better on clay than I thought he was going, going to be, like may even be his best surface. Right. I feel a lot of the same way with Berrettini on grass. I don't think people were checking for him on grass, but quietly, if you look at his previous results, he's done well on grass. And I yeah. think he feels very comfortable on the surface. Yeah, bro. I mean, I am I am one of those people because I have not been giving Berrettini his due, especially on 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 grass. And and he man, he he came up with the goods this week. He looked really really good. I think he's another one that on the low, he is actually having a really good season. I mm-hmm. mean, he's playing some good tennis, real good tennis. So his confidence has to be high. So he's one to definitely watch out for. Right. Uh, there's just two uh, two more matches that I want to, or players I want to kind of call out. And the first one is, I'm telling you what, I, I wasn't really hip to this Jack Draper. Oh, yeah. But yeah. he has the perfect grass court game. Yes, yes. And if his confidence can stay good, look, if he gets a good draw in Wimbledon, now don't get me wrong, I ain't saying he about to go out here and win Wimbledon. <laughs> but he can get some good rounds underneath his belt. Agree. Agree completely. Because, yeah, he's looking really good. And like I said, to be able to take out center 
you know, first round and then take out Bublik, two really, really tough customers. I that that's impressive. And you know, he went down to Cam Nora, but that's his countryman. So you know, right. you know how those countrymen things go. But I agree with you. Really nice looking game. And then the other thing I wanted to ask you about your boy. I mean, I you know, you know, I'm not a fan, but I I would have thought that Opelka would have taken out Millman on grass. It, me me too. That that one was curious to me. I just feel like he didn't play enough of what I consider to be that big man tennis. Um and 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 he kind of allowed uh, Johnny to hang around and Johnny ended up just stealing that match from him. Um but yeah, that to me was a little bit disappointing, but you know, that's it's we see that with Opelka, so yeah. Well, well, he was still part though of the biggest surprise of the week for me. Okay. Because when he and his doubles partner, Piers, gave Mektich and Pavlich a <laughs> breadstick and a whole biscuit? Yeah, that was pretty big. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, they, clearly, they are still suffering from some after effects from the Rona. From the Rona, be- exactly. Be- because they were the hottest team, doubles team, by far on the year. Yeah. This is what is going to be so disappointing if they aren't able to kind of get back to where they have been over these last few months because it they they were just playing just out I mean like you know like how we were talking about with Novak I felt like they would have had an opportunity to to to, to do a double slam if you will mm-hmm. um, even though of course they didn't win the French but but still it it's yeah I just it's going to be sad if the Rona is what takes them down because apparently because it sure wasn't going to be anybody else right exactly yeah I mean they were putting in work y'all they were looking good Good. Yeah. So hopefully they get it together and they're good to go by the time Wimbledon starts. But shout out to A Bear and Mahout for um getting that title over Opelka and Piers. Um, you know, we know they're just a real solid team. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah. all right, now let's go <laughs> let's go to this other men's tournament from last week, the one in Howie. Oh yeah. Um, uh, Germany and the one that we were very excited because our guy uh, Roger Federer was up in the midst and mm-hmm. you know played a, a good first round match against that Avashka because he was he played really well I was he, like that guy did it you know yeah yeah Ivashka has a good game a big game he a big guy so yeah he's got some game for sure um, but then what happened talk to me about that match with FAA well I mean, like I said, first of all, I think we have to give props where props is due. And that's right. Felix. Felix right. played some outstanding tennis. So him making it to the final the week before, you could tell that he was hitting the ball very cleanly. He had a lot of really good confidence. And, you know, we've all heard that Felix can hit a heavy ball. I mean, he's a, a really in-shaped young kid. So I feel like he, you know, he, he just he, he played a great match. Federer came out and I feel like Federer did what Federer does. And he, you know, he showed him what was up in that first set, got the break. And honestly, I was just like, okay, he'll cruise through the second set, be straight set. Boom, boom. He'll be good to go. And it's, it's, it's like he alluded to in the interview. You, you could just see that he, he just got, it, it was a little bit of both for me, Bryce. I think he got negative, but he got tired. I feel, I feel like he looked like he got tired in that second set. And the reason I say that, you'll never really see Roger sweat. And I right. even noticed that the first round. Roger, in his post-interview, I was like, Roger sweat. <laughs> That's not normal. You'll right. never see Roger sweat. 
And then, it, like I said, so to me, I was kind of wondering, okay, are you actually, you know, are you physically kind of there or is it just hot there or what? But then, like I said, Felix just started, I think the heaviness of Felix's game just started pushing on Federer. And then, like he said, mentally, I just think that he, he got negative and his thoughts went someplace else. And Felix was like, hey, bro, here's this whole biscuit for you. Get off my court. <laughs> and, and you just don't do that to Roger Federer. What was right. your take on it? I would love to hear your your analysis of it. You know what? I I really was kind of like you. I was so impressed with how FAA played because I felt like I kept expecting for his level to drop. Right. And it didn't. And one of the things that you didn't mention was I thought FAA served extremely well. Agree completely. He, he served really well. Now, granted, you know, the Federer that we're used to could still probably handle that. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, we're not watching the Federer that we're used to right now. That's right. And and so it was a little bit of that. I think it was a whole lot of, of, of uh, FAA playing well. But also, remember, this is another one of these cases where, remember, Federer used to practice with FAA in Dubai. Right. So, right. you know, we always say, you know, when you have these situations where these people are practice partners, a lot of times it seems to help the lower ranked player. Right. Right. Because they're familiar. They're not in awe or overwhelmed by who they're playing because they practice, you know, yep. with this person. So uh, I think that could have helped FAA uh, during the match. But, you know, props to him. And then shout, shout out to Marcus Garone. Right. Because he taking out Pospisil on grass was a great win. And then right. Struff. Yeah. That After was that? big. That was big. I did not expect for him to get past Struve. And and he and he and he did. I mean, it was three tough sets, but he got past him. That was very commendable for Giron. And Giron was just saying how much he hates grass. <laughs> that boy hates everything. He hates clay. He hates grass. You know, he, just, he just went hardcore. That's he's a hardcore boy. He, yeah. You know. So <laughs> shout out to him. And then of course I want to get. I have to. You know, if I'm going to brag. Mm -hmm. that I picked Berrettini to win yes. the tournament. Yes. I have to fess up that I had going deep in this tournament, Monfils. Right, right. And, you know, out four and four to Lloyd Harris. Yeah, and mind you, Harris has, has had a relatively good year. He's making his name uh, uh, out there. Uh, he's gotten some pretty good results in a few tournaments earlier this year. So not a horrible loss, given the fact that Gael is where Gael is mentally. Right. Um, I just think that Gael is just not, he's just not there. He's just simply not there. I don't think his mental is there and we're seeing that big time in his results. So I don't know if it's the whole wedding thing. And like I said, the whole fact that Jim's life was on, then it was off and now it's back on again and they're getting married. I, I, I don't know what's happening with him, but I feel like he is just not on the right mental path at this point in time. And I'm not sure what's going to fix that either, but right. it's just something that's not clicking for Gael. And I don't know, he still could be salty about the whole pandemic when he was playing what I consider to be Grand Slam championship level tennis. And that went away. Um, I don't know, but I just know he's taking a lot of L's and it can't be good for his confidence. It can't. And speaking of confidence, you know, what we didn't call out was, 
you know, Struth's first round match was taking out Medvedev. Yeah, that's right. We did not talk about that. And, and um, yeah, go and, ahead. And although I don't think we had big expectations for Medvedev on the grass, um, you know, that was a tough first round match as well. Exactly. Because Struth is very, you know, he, I, I feel like Struth is, grass is one of his, probably his top surface if I would, if I'm thinking about it. Because I've heard mm-hmm. him of his results before, even though I haven't seen anything, but, but I feel like grass is a very good surface for him. So I kind of expected that going in when we saw that first round matchup. Um, you know, I expect Medvedev to do Medvedev things once we get back on hard courts. I'm not expecting much from him out of Wimbledon. Um, he, who knows? He may surprise us like he did on clay, but I'm a little bit doubtful of that. Right, um, right. You know, but who I also, you know, and, and, and I feel like, you know, I, again, our young American, we, we need to give him some some props. That that's Sebastian Corda. Yeah. Corda is Corda is very much striving in my opinion to be the number one ranked us uh usa yep. men's player and yep. and i think he's going to do it because i just feel like everybody else is still very up and down whereas mm-hmm. his results just seem to be climbing even though like i said he 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 did lose to umber who was the eventual champion but umber to me was just playing some outstanding tennis this right. tournament that little lefty I, I feel like he's a manorino with power he got short ground strokes, but he can pop the hell out of that ball, Bryce. It's yeah. crazy. Well, and before you get off quarter, I mean, he has some excellent wins. Yes. RBA is a good grass court player. Yes, I he mean, is. Isn't he a former, like, Wimbledon semifinalist? I think, did he? Yeah. Yeah, I believe he uh, did make the semis. Right. So he gave him a bagel in the second set tiebreaker. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Nishikori, I mean, Good player on on any surface, mm-hmm. check him out. Uh, but Umber, this you know how sometimes it's your week. Yep, yep. And from Sam Query, who really he allowed that match to go on longer than it should have. <laughs> um, but then he took out Zerv, yep. you know, and then Corda, and then mm-hmm. FAA, mm-hmm. and then actually Rublev was the the only match that didn't go three sets. Exactly. Almost tried to. He went to a tiebreaker in that second, but he was like, nah, son, I need to get done with this one. And uh, impressive. Yeah. So, you know, shout out to Rublev for once again making another 500 level final. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, this was Umber's week. Yeah, completely. I mean, he, he showed himself to be definitely a dark horse. Uh, going into Wimbledon, I, not too many people are going to want to see him in a draw. No, not 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 at all. No. And then, quick shout out to the doubles. You know, I, you know, I'm a fan of Kevin Kravitz, yeah. uh, so I always like to see <laughs> him win. But shout out to the fact that FAA and Herkic right made it to the the finals. You know, that team is still doing very well. Yeah, and I just love the fact that I'm seeing them, not only that they're playing together, but again, that they are playing doubles. I feel like in both of their careers, because they're young gentlemen, you know, FA is 20, I think uh, uh, Hubie is maybe 23, or 22 or 20, I think it might be 23. But I think that playing doubles is definitely something that they both should be doing at this stage in their careers. I know we, we advocate for it more on the ladies' side, but the fellas need to do more of it as well because I really feel like it it really builds their game. Right. Now, I as as we go into this week, mm-hmm. you know, with these tournaments, there are a couple and I'm sorry for putting you on the spot with this if you don't know of any of our listeners that are in the chat room know. Um do you feel like 
we've heard a couple potential injuries going mm-hmm. on. So we know Sloan Stevens pulled out. Right, that right ankle, I believe. Uh, do you know how serious that is? I didn't hear of, as far as the seriousness of it, but yeah, I did hear that. Uh, yeah, she um, she had to pull out because of it. Okay, uh, and do you know if her Wimbledon uh, championship if it's in jeopardy or not? I didn't hear, bro. No, I, okay. I didn't. I didn't get any uh, any additional details on whether or not it okay. would impact her Wimbledon. Okay, and then also, I think uh, didn't Haley Baptiste. Uh, have to retire in a match last week. Oh, did she really? I thought so. Yeah, and uh, but I never really heard what was the issue. And um, hmm. uh, Brandon is saying she retired against Pagula. Um, oh yeah, yeah. There you go. So I I don't know if I never heard why she retired or what the situation was or if her Wimbledon championships were in jeopardy. Yeah, I did not hear either. Yeah, if anybody in the oh, chat my, knows. Okay, Miles is saying Baptiste was an ankle sprain before the tie break. She fell really hard during the match. Oh, wow. Ah, that's so good. hopefully she's, she's able to recover before, uh, like we said, the Wimbledon championships. Yeah, because I would uh, think Wimbledon would be a really good surface for Haley. And Miles is saying she's not in the qualities at Wimbledon either. Ah, darn yeah, so, well, we got a couple of tournaments going on this week. Once again, we got two on the men's side, two on the women's side. And uh, the first one on the women's side, we have this one in Germany. And uh, some good names in here. You know, you got Kvitova and Azarenka and mm-hmm. uh, Pagula. I know I know. Pliskova was like, yes, you go play that tournament. I'm going to go play this other one. Right. You, you stay away from me. Stay away from me. <laughs> Demon child. <laughs> um, and then um, uh, mm. Kerber, and we don't need to name the rest of these people. So, exactly. Really, this tournament, it should, I mean, all things being equal, it should, don't you think it should come down to a Kavitova Azarenka final unless Pagula gets Azarenka back again? Uh, correct. I would think that it would be a Kavitova Azarenka. But, you know, keep an eye out on Kerber, though, on retirement watch. She she did uh, hand out some breadsticks that first round. So um... She was playing somebody who I ain't never heard of ever before <laughs> in my life. So I ain't wasting none of my eyes energy on Kerber. I know where Angelique Kerber is, and I ain't got to watch that. She ain't about to do nothing. She got Blinkova in the next match. She need to keep her eye on Blinkova. That's well, what she quietly. need to do. That's what she need to do, because Blinkova looked pretty good taking out yeah. Tossin today. So that was no, pretty impressive. Ain't nobody checking for Angelique Kerber. Uh, so anyway, um, so yes, I agree. I think Kvitova versus mm. either Pagula or, or Azarenka. Azarenka. Yeah, so, I would think that's a that's a safe bet. All right. The other women's tournament is Eastbourne, of course, yes. and we've got some some better names over here. Yes. We we got um, Sabalenka, Svitolina, Andrescu, well, those two. Um, a <laughs> the good Pliskova who made sure she found out what tournament Pagula was in <laughs> and got her butt in the other one. Right. Uh, Bentridge, Mertens, and ooh, Pavla Chankova. Yeah, yeah, she's up in there. Um, they got some pretty good matches up in here as well because, of course, we've got Coco Goff in the draw mm-hmm. um, who plays Elise Mertens in the first round. So that 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 ought to be wonderful. And uh, we'll see if Rabakina can still be inconsistent. 
<laughs> right. <laughs> as far as her results go. But yeah, man, I, I think this will be a pretty good tournament. It looks like it's going to be pretty good. Right. So what are your end of the tournament predictions? Oh, man. It's a tough one, man. Um, I mean, for me, just uh, if I'm looking at the draw, I, I I feel like I should go with Sabalenka. I feel like she's going to rebound. But I tell you what, that first round against Bernarda Pera, that, mm-hmm. that ain't no joke because I like Bernarda Pera. So um, right. I would think it's going to be um, – uh, I, I, yeah, I'll say her against – do I really want to put my my little coins on on injury prone? I'm gonna go ahead and do it. I'll say Sabalenka against Andreescu. I think Sabalenka will make the final, and I'm gonna put on the bottom half. I'm gonna put um, Pavlyuchenkova versus Ooh Coco. Ooh, and, okay. And I think I think Coco will make the final. Oh, nice, nice. Okay, so I agree with you on on uh, Sabalenka. Uh, uh-uh, not uh, look. Andrescu better keep her eye on Mikhail quietly. <laughs> um, I, I'm I'm gonna push Savalanka versus Benchich. Okay, uh, uh, up top, and then on the bottom, um, you know what? I agree with you with Coco. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what? I would not be surprised. If we saw Iga. I was thinking about her. I just don't know what she looked like on grass because she ain't never played on grass that I've seen. Right, but just her style where she's just very light of foot and bounces around and, and I, I I think she could be I think she could be dangerous. I, I okay. really, really um do. And honestly, I even think Pavla Chankova better watch out for Jabur. Uh, good point. Yeah, because Jabir got that confidence now that she got that title. Right. So I agree with you. I just think this is, is actually a, a very good tournament. Um, mm-hmm. uh, there could be a couple of different um, outcomes uh, here. So, you know, that's really good. I wanted to, in addition to the singles, I wanted to kind of take a quick look at the doubles because we, we got some doubles teams going on up in here. Oh, yeah, I had not looked at the doubles draw, so let me pull well, that up. Go ahead. Yeah, well, in the first round, you got Melikar and Shores against Andrescu and Putin Seva. Ooh, okay. And then, right be- and then right below them, you got Bethany Maddox-Sands and Sonya Mirza. Oh, they're back together, huh? Yes, All against right. Dabrowski and Vera Zavanareva. Dang, okay. You, that, that, that's a powerhouse <laughs> doubles right there, right? Wow. And then Dude. Coco, and then Coco Golf is play, playing with old wrong way Ostapanko. Um <laughs> I, that's gonna be a good team. That should um, be good. Even though I don't like her, if I'm just being honest, a good team, uh Samantha Stoser and Coco Vanderway. Yeah, yeah, that's not too bad. Yeah. Got some uh, big uh, serves. Kudra Matova and Vesnina? That's a good – that one's pretty good. I yeah. Vesnita then already showed that she's back from a double standpoint, so. Right. So, I'm telling you, the doubles uh, draw, I think, is going to be almost as exciting as the men's draw. Man, nice. All Gotta right. love it. Gotta love it. Right. Well, let's keep it moving. Um, I know we got off to a little bit of a late start today, but we're down to the men's tournaments that are happening uh, this week. And, yes. And the, the – uh, Let's see, we got two 250s, mm-hmm. and we'll start 
with the one in Mallorca. Okay. And so Medvedev is at least going to get out of the first round this time because he got a bye. <laughs> right. You know, but we have Medvedev. We have Dominic Team is is finally back. Uh, RBA is going to give it another go. Mm-hmm. Uh, Karina Busta, uh, Rude, Hatchinoff, Umber, well, uh, yeah. Larvich, who is already out of the tournament and is also, by the way, off of my JV side. <laughs> but, uh, you know, what are you thinking in this oh. tournament? Oh, poor Larvich. Um, yeah, this is, uh, can you hear me okay, B? Uh-huh, I do. Yeah, this is I mean, you know, it's it's a it's a nice tournament, warm-up tournament. I do think that Medvedev will will give a better showing in this tournament. Um I you know, on that top side of the draw, I really do see him making his way through. I don't know that I see any of those guys that are like grass court players that should be able to to really worry him if you will. Mm-hmm. Um so I'm predicting him to make it to the final on the top side. Um, on the bottom is where it gets a little bit more interesting. Um, I, I do feel like RBA is going to rebound because, like you said, he does play well on the grass. My question is whether or not Ugo Bear is going to have a letdown from his his run at Halle. Um, right. That's going to be interesting to me. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and I'm actually going to call RBA making the final. I don't think Dominic team is all that good or comfortable on grass. Right. So, and just because it's his first time coming back, I just think he's trying to get in some matches so that he doesn't go into Wimbledon without having any, any, you know, any, any run on the grass, but I think RBA will make the final. So I'm going to call a Medvedev RBA final, and I'm actually going to call RBA to be the winner. Um, I, 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 I can see that. I would just watch out, you know, for Feliciano Lopez. Oh yeah. Yeah. I would, I I think he is going to probably make the semis. I agree with you. RBA will probably take him out in the semis, Mm -hmm. but that, that dude on grass, he's just a different player. Well, remember I picked him last week though. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, this is the week. This may have this, been the week to pick week. him. Yeah, yeah this, this may have been a week, week to pick him. <laughs> um, and I, and the one thing that I just kind of wanted to call out in this draw is that Djokovic is playing doubles. And that's right. And that's here, right. With this Gomez Herrera, I don't even know who. Never heard that person. Yeah, that is. But you know, I guess he's just trying to get a little match play on the grass. Right. Uh, he's not. He, tra- he knows what's up. He's like, listen, <laughs> I'm in form. I don't need to do too much. No, no, no. I I know what it's like. I don't want. What he's won? What five Wimbledon? Yeah, five or six. Yeah, he's up there. Yeah, so. All right, and then the last men's tournament we have is, for this week, is we have uh, Eastbourne. Um, and, okay, so Gael Monfils is the top seed. Mm-hmm. And um, Demonior and then just uh, other people that we kind of like but don't know what they're like on grass. Anego, uh, Basilevili pulled out. Uh, Opelka. Uh, mm-hmm. See if he can rebound. Davidev- Davidovich Fokina. Now, this is interesting because he won Junior Wimbledon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. He, he knows how to play on grass. And we also have uh, 
Ramos Vanolas, and Bublik in terms of your top eight seeds. But we also have in here, we have Sanga. Right. In the tournament. Yes. So, and we got Tiafo in the tournament. Yes. Uh, so, and we got Michael Emer, Mikael Emer <laughs> in the tournament. So, what are you thinking? Talk to me. Oh, man. Um. So, yeah, with this one, I appreciate the fact that all the brothers up in there, but I don't, I, <laughs> I don't know if the brothers are up to form to really be able to do anything impactful. So I'm already going to call someone's going to be Monfils. I just don't know who it will be. He's got an easy enough draw. So you would right. think, you would think that he had an easy enough path to get to the semis, but I just, like I said, I just don't know what's going on in his head. So I just, I just don't, I don't even know of those people up there who's who who to pick, um, <laughs> I, and I feel shameful for that. But I, I just I don't feel like he will make the semifinals. I feel like it'll probably end up being Rusevori or somebody crazy like that. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna put Rusevori up there, and yeah, typically I would pick Songa. But I tell you what, that uh, Gerasimov, he he's actually got a pretty nice game. Um, Bublik crazy, of course, so you just never know what he's going to do. Um, and Senego's got a great game. He, you know, I just never, I've never seen him on grass, though. So uh, I say all of that to say I'm going to pick Rusevori and Senego in the top. And in the bottom, I am going to pick Popperin versus Demonor. And I'm putting Demonor... And Sonega in the final, and Demonar. <laughs> what you, what you say his name was? Demonar. No. no. Sonego. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> what do you think I said? <laughs> yeah, we'll, ta- we'll, we'll talk about it offline. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was like, okay. No, 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 no. I ain't gonna come out hood like that. <laughs> I was like, okay. All right. That's how we live. That's um, it, right? All right, B, what about you? <laughs> I'm not even wasting my time trying to pick in that daggone tournament. I mean, there you I, go. I don't I don't even I can't I can't yeah. call it. Yeah. I can't call it. It's but a toss up. But I would like to say quietly in the doubles, the doubles uh matchups are beasting over here. Oh yeah, get, yeah. Because you got Mektich and Pavlich as the top seed. You know they salty probably by getting <laughs> fed last week, so they probably gonna come with it. Right, and then they could potentially face in the semifinals uh, Fabrice Martin and Roger Vaslin, who uh-huh. is a strong team. Yep. And then on the bottom half, you got um, you know Cabal and Ferrar. Mm. Um, and they could potentially face uh, Ramis Salisbury. Oh, wow. So those are like basically the top men's doubles teams, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. That That's that's some serious, uh, serious uh, competition right and, there. So. And you still have the Skupski brothers in there as well. And uh, you got Nicholas Monroe who's playing with Bublik this week, which is interesting. interesting. Yeah. Es- especially given that Tiafo is in the draw. Yeah, um, I don't know if Tiafo's like I need to, you know, kind of focus on my my singles. On his snuggle, is that what you say? Oh no, you wrong for that. <laughs> you you wrong for sorry. 
So he ain't got he ain't got the focus on it. He got that thing down. He got that down. He right? got it down, right? <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, so Sorry. anyway, <laughs> so people, we wanted to just like quickly remind you. Um, so there's a lot of good tennis this week. Uh, we will be putting up either Friday or Saturday our preview episode of the Wimbledon Championships because the draws come out on Friday. So we'll be recording that here on uh, Green Room. Yes. And um, we may put up a, a message on social media when we do that, but uh, we will definitely be posting that as a podcast. Uh, remember, look for tomorrow for the announcements about our um, our playlist, our Spotify playlist yes. for the yes. Wimbledon Championships. Um, uh, we'll have links out to that for you to listen to that. And the other thing I want to add is we will be returning to our daily uh, recaps for the Wimbledon Championship. So starting Monday the 28th, um, we will have daily on Clubhouse at 4 o'clock p.m. Pacific Time, 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, Come join us. Come get into that daily conversation about the matches for that day and to take a peek at the matches on the next day coming up. Uh we got a lot going on. This is this is tennis season right now. Right. Y'all. This is it. We in the throws right now, y'all. Right. Isaac, any last words you have before we go and head over to uh the after show on Instagram? Um just always want to throw out a little reminder that we do have our merchandise available out on yep. our website. So don't forget that it's also on IG. So you've got a connector there. So you know, if you if you feel like you got some coins in your pocket that you want to spend on a loved one or a friend, go on get them some Brothers on Tennis merch. Right. And, uh, the only other thing um, um, that I will say is, uh, you know, I, I we've never really even said and or shared this at all. But on our website, if you really, really like what we're doing <laughs> right. and you got some extra coins, <laughs> we do have a donate page as well. Just yes. saying. And, you know, because Brothers on Tennis, we are trying to expand our scope. Um, we just had a wonderful meeting where we were talking about our objectives for the rest of this year going into 2022. And and again, you know, as as with all things, it requires some level of funding. So if you have some coins and, you you know, you ain't got nothing else to do, go and support Brothers on Tennis with it. There you I go. I like it. I like there it. There you go. I like it. So That's all I got, brother. Hey, all right. So in the words of Andrea Petkovich, we are now in broccoli season. <laughs> we, uh, you know, which to be very clear, uh, Isaac, you know, broccoli can also be a euphemism for something else. So I was thinking, well, Petkovich, what you trying to tell us? Yeah, right, exactly. I'll but but we, but, but we knew what she meant. So, <laughs> you know, everybody enjoy the grass court tennis and we will be with you the entire season. So on behalf of the podcast, this has been your boy Bryce. And this is your boy Isaac. And we are Brothers on Tennis. We'll talk to you next week. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger 
for the ones who get it done.